I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the NHK World interview series, Direct Talk. Today's guest is a passionate advocate for one of the most important creatures on our planet, bees. Riyad Alsus has been studying bees for 45 years. He is also a refugee, and he believes that bees have a lot to teach us about cooperation, productivity, and balance. Riyad is Syrian, and he was a professor of agriculture there until the civil war forced him and his family to leave their home, along with almost 7 million other people. The beehives Riyad kept in Syria produced 10 tons of honey a year. The hives were burned to the ground in the fighting, depriving those bees who escaped of their home, an obvious parallel to the human suffering caused by the war. It's powerful to hear an individual story when too often the politics of immigration seem to ignore them. Riyadh is a reminder that the label refugee can all too easily flatten the people behind the headlines, anonymizing them, along with the stories they have to tell the skills and experience they have to give, ignoring their past successes and their future ambitions. Enjoy listening to Riyadh. Here is narrator Joanna Bartholomew. I'll meet you on the other side. More than a decade of civil war in Syria has destroyed not only the lives of many of the citizens and created terrible poverty, but has led to nearly 7 million refugees and asylum seekers who have fled the country. Former professor of agriculture at Damascus University, Riyad al-Sus is a world-renowned expert on bees. In 2013, he was forced to leave his homeland and start a new life with his family in the north of England. In the UK, Riyad launched a beekeeping project and charity to help local refugees and job seekers. Direct Talk met Riyad at his home in Huddersfield to find how sharing his knowledge of bees is helping refugees. When we support bees in Syria, it means we are supporting bees in United Kingdom. And when we support in United Kingdom, we are supporting bees at every place around the world because they protect our life, all of us, all human and animals. They are very healthy bees. They eat everything I put. It means they are healthy and active when they eat. You see, they are licking, licking my fingers. You see, licking my fingers. They are my friend and my family also. I spend time with my family less than the time I spend with bees. Like we have good relation between me and bees. When I have good relation, that means I understand them and they understand me and we accept each others. So you see, very, very happy. In Syria, beekeeping was well established before the war. Riyadh was part of a beekeeping association, and the number of beekeepers in the country quadrupled between 1989 and 2011. But the civil war has destroyed the wildlife and insects and biodiversity, 
His 500 beehives, whose colonies produced 10 tons of honey each year, were burned and destroyed. A lot of people started to cut trees, and some of militias, like um, like ISIS, they started to burn the hives because they want to burn every every life, animals, people, just to to do damage to Syria and Syrian society. It made Syria lose about eighty six percent of their bees colonies. Within a couple of years of the civil war starting. Riyadh discovered that his own life was in danger. Syria was bitterly divided. As a teacher at the university, Riyadh tried to remain neutral and continue his academic work and teaching, but it became obvious that he had to leave after car bombs were left near his car three times. I was like an uh, important person in Syria, particularly in bees field. Uh, and science. Uh, I was that time leading a lot of projects and because the, the war happened and a lot of militias make a plan to, to break the economy of Syria. So they start to choose the important people. I found myself in dangerous situation and we decided in my family, together with my family, to, to thinking of leaving Syria. When Riyadh arrived in 2013, it took him time to settle and come to terms with the fact that he now had to build a new life with his family. The only thing he was sure of was that he still wanted to be a beekeeper. I left behind me my, my friends, my family, my relatives, my house, my car my office, my students at university. But when I put first step in Manchester airport, my behavior changed. When I found it's a green area, green country. And since that moment, I decided to continue my job. It doesn't matter if it's in Syria or in United Kingdom. Just as Riyadh had once done in his home in Syria, in his Yorkshire kitchen, he is content creating honey from his hives. His enthusiasm has not dimmed after more than four decades. Honey has been used as a remedy for centuries. It's reputed to have many health benefits, such as healing wounds and soothing colds and coughs. Small teaspoon of honey produced by five millions of flowers in the, in the average. Minimum half million of bees, yeah, or half million of trip. You see, I pleased to to tell you, we are producing something from nothing. It is raw material available in the nature. So important to invest bees every place to protect the treasure of nature. Riyadh now has a special mission to promote British black bees. So his honey here is scented with the heather and flowers of Yorkshire. Last year we have had a lot of problems with bees imported from Europe. British black bees, same Syrian bees exactly as a bees, but to resist the, the weather, the disease, 
Blitz Black Bees adapted with a wet summer and long winter time, uh, low temperature, uh, high humidity. Uh, so important to use every bees in its climate. The, the, the main job of bees in our environment to pollinate all flowers. The, the pollination is very important because every bite we are getting from food, it came from the benefit of pollination of bees. Without bees, no pollination and no crops, no food for human, no food for animals, no flowers available around uh, our environment, no life in our environment. Liquid gold. Really, it is liquid gold. In 2017, Riyadh helped set up a charity called the Buzz Project to help refugees learn the skill of beekeeping. It is this work helping others that has given Riyadh a new purpose. The Buzz Project gives workshops to volunteers. There are lunches and picnics. It's a chance for families to practice their language skills, to socialize and enjoy nature. Attendees include refugees from not only Syria, but other war zones such as Africa, Lebanon and Iran. Beekeeping also make the people, make refugees uh, very happy in, in their countryside and to involve in their community and to do something useful to their community, keep them busy not sleeping in their houses, uh, teach them and practice them about something useful like beekeeping, like carpenter, working together with their, with, with locals, um, ex sharing together their experience and their skill. British volunteers also benefit from learning about other cultures and the experiences of refugees. Riyadh, I think, inspired the Buzz Project. So he came to this country from Syria as a refugee. He learnt English and I think was supported to set up a project which um, included, expanded his wonderful experience and knowledge of these. And so many people are interested. So both about him, but also about the wider message about the environment and refugees. Kind of feels, you know, really a lovely thing to be involved with. Today, Riyadh oversees around 70 hives and is producing honey which can be sold by the charity to help more refugees. As Yorkshire has very cold winters, he produces a special fondant that he creates at home or in his refugee workshops. This feeds his bees so that they stay warm and happy during the winter months. We support them by uh, a special fondant uh, like uh, supplemented with minerals, vitamins and honey and some kinds of vitamin C, organic from lemon and grapefruit. And they produce heat. Without eating, they can't produce heat and then will die. It makes them very happy and open their appetite to eat. And when they eat, they will pass winter very easily and in safety. But you see here, 
they ate like this this container. It means they are very active. And put this piece as insulation. More insulation also. And more insulation of this lid. And keep them again more protective against rain and water and dam. Riyadh's life story has also inspired an international best-selling novel called The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri. It's a fictionalized account of the struggles of a beekeeper to escape from Syria to start a new life in the UK. Christine came to my house and she wanted to to know about my journey from Syria to here and about the truth of Buzz Project, what I'm doing in Buzz Project, how I forced uh, uh, difficulties during my coming from Syria to United Kingdom. So, uh, Beekeeper of Aleppo, like a fiction, uh, combined a story, general story, and my story, and the story of Buzz Project. And really, she uh, produced this book in beautiful way. Although Riyadh and his family have built new lives in the UK, he is still nostalgic about Syria, and he longs to go back one day to share what he has learned with his former beekeeping colleagues. Really, I hope to go one day to there and just to to give my beekeepers friends my experience I gained in this country just to say I am still remembering you and remember the place where I grown and remember the place where I learned and uh, got the experience. Important to, to share with them, just to say with them, to them I am, I'm, I'm still your, your brother or your friend. All of us together to, to protect bees for the future, Riyadh has more plans to help other refugees. He also hopes that his own life story can draw attention to the plight of refugees who have so much to give when they arrive in a new country. That in his small corner of the north of England, people will listen to the wisdom of bees. Refugees are people who came from dangerous country and they contain good skills we should invest their skill and support them to improve their skills according to the regulation of this country and to be productive people. And finally, they will be like a citizen of this country. We should prepare them in best way and give them good care and uh, give them what they need and improve their skill what they have. In this way, we can add beautiful and important raw material to our society and country. Many lessons we should learn from bees. We are a student in University of Bees. Bees every day teach us a lot of lessons and still we are gaining a lot of things from bees. I'm after 45 years of beekeeping. Still, I am learning every day something new from Bees Society and Bees University.
be like a bee always give It seems to me that Riyadh hopes for the balance and generosity that the bees cultivate in their hives to be mirrored in the human world. Naturally, he longs for his home and everything he was forced to leave behind. Imagine that, suddenly having to flee, leaving behind your entire life, your network of family and friends, your belongings, your home, your career, the places you know, the culture and language you understand. uprooting your children most people fleeing persecution and violence leave suddenly with only the clothes on their back many millions are ending up in camps without access to education or opportunity for years no one in their right mind would choose this path only those without any other choice the care that riad shows his bees and his appreciation for his new home are clear Riyadh's story is just one of millions that illustrate just how enriching the world's refugee population can be to the communities that receive them. We can all make a difference. We can influence the policies that will shape their new lives. We can be part of a society that welcomes them. In this way, we can give hope to people who've had their lives splintered by conflict. To find out more about the Buzz project and Riyadh's story, Head to the NHK World website to watch the original program. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes. <laughs>